0: All right, welcome everybody. This is Peter with Peter Draws Content-Free Podcasts, and this is episode number 19. Series 1, Volume 1, Compendium 1, still. As always, we continue on, and I'm joining you here today from the comfort of my office chair. In front of my computer, I'm sitting in a fresh pair of pants in a white v-neck tee uh, probably intended to be some sort of undershirt and I might put it under another shirt later maybe some sort of button-down perhaps plaid or um, some other slightly more funky design uh, my hair is dripping wet it's just soaked, I'm letting it air dry, I just got out of the shower um, wherein I washed myself <laughs> Uh, I smell good. I smell like soap, to put it, to put it directly, I guess. Um, things are going okay. I've been up all night doing stuff. My sleep schedule is all weird right now. I tried, look, from, from Thanksgiving to Christmas. That's about one month, right? From Thanksgiving to Christmas, I tried having what you might call a regular sleep schedule, something predictable, something, um, consistent. And my goal was... to get, um, seven or... between seven and eight hours of sleep every night. And my... my, my plan of attack was to wake up at the same time every night. Right? That way I would start getting tired. My, my body would be like, I need... I'm getting tired because I know I'm used to getting up at this certain time. Right? So my my goal time to get up was 8 a.m. It's kind of annoying to get up too much earlier than 8 a.m. because, like, if you want to go out and get a coffee or something, a lot of places don't open um, too much for 8 a.m. Some coffee shops do open at 7 or 6, depends how cool they are. But, I mean, a lot of places don't even open until 9. On the weekend. some places don't even open until noon if they open at all. Sometimes you don't even know till you get there and you rattle the door and Huh. Anyway, so I wanted to wake up at 8 every morning, which involved me, to get as much sleep as I wanted, it involved me going to bed at around midnight or shortly thereafter. So it, 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 I thought it would work, and I thought that my body would gladly um, make me feel better. Or Am I the same as my body? Am I and my body one? Am I my body? Is my body me? If you saw my body, you would say, that's Peter. Right? Maybe? I don't know. This is getting weird. Anyways. Uh... But look... I was just still tired a lot. It didn't help me that much. I was tired a lot. Even though, you know, sometimes I... For the first while, you know, I'd go to bed and I just wouldn't be sleepy. I don't know. I'm so used to. For the past few years, what I've been doing is I just work and work and work and I do stuff until I'm so tired. I just keep going and I do stuff until I'm so tired that I can just fall into bed and pretty much fall asleep right away. And that's how I like it. One of the most aggravating things to me is to go lie in bed and just lie there. You're not sleeping. You're not, you know, you're not working. You're not getting anything done. You're not playing. You're just lying there. It's the ultimate waste of time. Sleep feels like enough of a waste of time to me to begin with. And to lie there and not be asleep, I would just the longer I, it took me to fall asleep, I would get more and more frustrated. And and I would get farther and farther away from sleep. So I'd get up and come work on some stuff for a while, you know, and like an hour later, two hours later, even I'd come back to bed and, you know, before I know it I would only have I would only get you know, that's that's been five or six hours of sleep that night. And that kept on happening. And I thought, eventually, you know, my body, it, it's, it's, it, should, it should learn that I'm getting up at 8 o'clock every night. Did I not give it enough time? Is one month not enough time for my body to adjust? Do you think? Sleep scientists out here? Desk chair doctors? What do you think? But I don't know. And I thought, you know, if this isn't enough, enough sleep, my body should realize that I'm getting up at 8 every morning. So, you know, at midnight... I should be really tired and just be able to lie down and fall asleep immediately. That was what I wanted, but I never got to that point. So now I'm back to free, you know, freestyle and free, just going at it whichever way, working as much as I can. Sometimes I stay up for, you know, I'm only like I stay up for like 16 hours before I go to sleep. Is that a regular amount? What's 24? I don't know. Anyways. Sometimes I step for like 24 hours before I go to sleep, and then my sleep schedule moves all around. And then I just usually just set my alarm for on my I just set my alarm on my phone for seven and a half hours. Then I wake back up, do it all over again. Um, now let's talk about. Um, I'm going to come back to sleep in a minute, but let's talk about something really important, something that we need to get out of the way, uh, and that is the matter of coffee. My coffee's been going well, um, as you may, I think I mentioned this in previous podcasts, I switched over to a French press. Um, I think when I was using the drip, it's like a regular coffee maker, would you call that a a drip machine? Just like a regular coffee maker? Anyways, it was too much, I was making too much coffee, and you're like, Peter, just make less coffee. Um, I probably should have, but I didn't want to. I wanted to... Everyone's always telling me, you know, do the French press, do the pour over, do this, do that. I was like, I gotta try one, I'll try the French press. And I've been liking the French press. Um, it's probably the, the move that a coffee snob would make, but I still don't consider myself a coffee snob. Um, you know, cause even just the feedback from that one video where I had like a little montage of myself making coffee with the French press. Uh, there were some comments in there and I just realized how far I have to go if I really want to be a coffee snob. People... People... The... The angle they're coming at, it, it made me surprised that I could even... Drink this coffee, much less... Enjoy it at all. You know, they're saying I shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that, definitely do this, always do this, never do that. And they're like, and then... Once you do all of these things... Totally different than how you made your coffee. They're like, and then... And then you'll have a good cup of coffee that you can enjoy. I don't think they realize that I... ...really enjoy the coffee I've been making, whatever... You know, you're supposed to leave it in in the coffee. They're like, you know, first of all, don't boil the water, just almost boil the water. Put it in there with the grounds. Coarse ground. I do ground grind them coarsely, right, and they're like and, and you have to steep it for some specific amount of time then you press it down Sometimes I forget I'm even steeping my coffee and instead of steeping it for four and a half minutes or whatever you're supposed to do I've steeped it for like 20-30 minutes uh, Far and above a way over steeped coffee and then I press it down I drink that stuff uh, Still very coffee flavored it's still not as bad as Starbucks. You know what I don't like? Starbucks. I am... The i t- I'll... I will still drink it though. I do like... I like McDonald's coffee way more than Starbucks coffee. But I haven't had a lot of Starbucks coffee. I think I'm just being a little bit, um... I am being a little bit snobby about that in my head. I'll admit to that. It's just like too expensive. I don't know, I just don't like coffee that much, and I know I can get it cheaper elsewhere, like at McDonald's, and, I'll, and, from, and from my experience, I know I like it more, a nice McDonald's coffee, right? If I'm gonna buy coffee from, like, a, like a place, go, let's go get some coffee, and then leave, I don't know, some place. I don't know, I don't even really consider Starbucks a coffee shop. A coffee, coffee shops to me are like little one-off places, you know, run by some people. Starbucks is like a more expensive McDonald's with a worse menu to me. Anyways, I've been making coffee in my little French press. Um, got little coffee sweaters for my French press, for my Daft Punk coffee mug that a viewer made. They're adorable, actually. That was one of my main griefs. I mean, gr- grime grimes, gripes, gripes. I mean, one of my main gripes with my French press is that I pour the first great cup of coffee out of the French press into the mug, I drink it, and then when I come back to pour the next second great cup of coffee out into my mug, it's not that great of a cup anymore because the coffee in the French press has been cooling the whole time I've been enjoying the first cup of great coffee. And so, now with this, uh, a crocheted cozy for the French press, it stays warmer much longer. And that solved a lot of my problems. For some reason, when I talk, or read on a microphone like this for a long time, I get very, like, burpy. I feel like I need to burp a lot, and I don't know if it's... I always feel like I need to burp a lot, and I just don't realize it until I'm sitting here talking to the microphone, because that's the only time it's really inconvenient. Uh, but... I don't know, is that a normal thing? Um, I got some coffee beans for Christmas. Uh, first of all, some, um, someone sent some. Counterculture beans, they say. Indido Does that mean anything to anyone? I've never heard of counterculture before but then Right after I got these this bag of coffee beans from counterculture I saw a counterculture coffee shop in the back of a TV, in the back of a shot from a, in a, of a TV show I was watching you know how that happens you like two think something you've never heard of before and then suddenly you see it everywhere um, but that's not that weird because I could have easily seen one of one or the other of these things and it wouldn't have been Notable it's just because I saw both of them at once. I can't tell if it's Weird or not that I saw both this cup these coffee beans and that thing in the back of a tv show at the same time It was like the same day I was watching comedians in cars getting coffee Jerry Seinfeld. Um, I've never even watched the show Seinfeld but this and I skip around round of the episodes. Sometimes he takes comedians out or has guests and I don't really know who they are. I skip those episodes. I just like seeing him talk with comedians and, and, and personalities that I have... I was about to say no, but I don't really know them. But I know who they are, right? I've experienced them in other ways on Netflix, movies, TV, you know, stand-up comedy, whatever. Uh, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting. Sometimes the editing gets a little bit annoying. There's just like so many cuts to coffee being poured. Which was interesting the first couple of episodes, but it's just, it gets old quick. But the conversations can be interesting. And it's uh, on the subreddit, there's a of Cars Getting Coffee subreddit, and they're all like, bent out of shape because like he talks about how much of a tip he's leaving, but I think it's very entertaining and interesting. A weird, uh, you know, like a glimpse into the lifestyles of the rich and famous. And I can't tell if that's good for me or not. Um, the more, you know, the more I like look at and fill my head with, you know, dreams about being rich and famous, I uh, feel like that's the, that I mean, that's the type of stuff that fills your head. And I don't know if that's what I want to fill my head with. I want to fill my head with other stuff. I don't know, You got to be careful about what you fill your head with. I think, I don't know. It's weird. It's really weird. I feel like we're sensitive people more sensitive than we think we are. I don't... I try not to think about it most of the time because I'm so... So I'm so... quick and loose with it all. And, uh, you know, but... Uh, who knows? Um, Anyways, counterculture, coffee beans, and then I... Also... My... How do cousins and first cousins and cousins once removed work? Anyways, a relative of mine that I think is not a first coven, cousin cousin... Not a cousin once removed or anything, or even second, or twice, thrice removed. Um, it says my sister's husband's brother. What would you say? Is that a cousin? Is that a cousin of mine? I feel like all this sort of stuff I just call cousin. What about my... Cousin's... If if my cousin has a wife, my cousin's wife. I've been calling her my cousin-in-law. Is that weird? Is that accurate at all? Anyways, I was at Christmas, I spent Christmas with, uh, down in South Carolina. My sister lives in South Carolina. Um... I went down there. For like a, like a couple of days. We did like a white elephant gift thing, a little Christmas morning thing. I had some good food, saw some fun people. Got burnt out pretty quick, left. I was the first one to leave, no doubt. I think everyone, I mean, people are used to it by now, I can't tell if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but, uh, you know, my parents don't try to stop me from leaving or anything, I'm just like, well, I think I'm about to go, they're like, okay, you know, goodbye. Um, my mom, for Christmas, gave me, like, a huge, like, a cool, like, big bags full of frozen soup. I got bun- a lot of frozen soup. Chili, I got some chili, and pizza soup. Uh, which sounds kind of weird, but it's really good. Basically it's just like tomato soup with like sausage and pepperoni and chunks of tomato and, uh, I don't know, I like it. Might be some other pizza stuff in there too, I do I'm, I'm not really much of a soup scientist. It's good though. I just been, I thawed it out in one big bag at a time and then pour it into a Tupperware thing and then just put it into a bowl and microwave it. And so, I've been adding a little bit of garlic powder hope that's not insulting to mom. Um, and then I snarf it down. it's really good. I've also been eating some bananas. Uh, they just go bad so quick. It's like, I get them, the day I buy them, they're perfect, right? Then, like, it seems like just a day or two or three or four or ten later, they're just like rotten, mushy lumps sitting on top of my refrigerator. And there's fruit flies everywhere. The fruit flies come in the fruit. You know, it's not like they're out. The fruit flies are outside, and they realize that there's fruit in my apartment, and they wig, wiggle in through, wiggle in through, through some cracks. The fruit flies are in the fruit when you, the eggs are in there or something when you get them. And if you don't see fruit flies before you eat your fruit, it means you're eating the fruit flies before they've hatched. Unless that's in the peel. You peeled the egg. I mean the... The banana. Anyways, this is all based on some random person's comment on the internet. I read somewhere about this, so it could be totally, totally false. I didn't actually get any fruit flies this time, and I ate all but one of my bananas before they got too soft. So I'm really the picture and paradigm of health at the moment. I mean, those on top of the homemade soup? And all the seltzer water I've been drinking? Well. My sister got me a statue of an octopus, as I mentioned in a previous video, which I really liked. I think I mentioned that. Did I mention that? Got an octopus statue. It's really cool. I'll have to show it sometime. I don't know if I've... I don't even know what's in my own videos anymore. I put it in a video, and then it's just... Once it's uploaded, it's gone from my brain. Useless. Um... And then... My sith, like I said, my sister's husband's brother Um, has been, he's got like his own little coffee thing going on where he like roasts and grinds and sells coffee Uh, I think he's just starting it And um, at first he gave me a present Some pre-ground coffee, but it was medium grain, medium ground Grounded? Grinded medium Well Right, which is better for maybe a pour over And I was like, oh, I actually have a a French press. And I was like, oh, actually, I have my own. Because you want it coarse, coarse grind. Ground? Oh, I can't figure out how to tense this verb. or I don't even know if those are the right words. I'm bad at anyways. Anyways. Um, you want it coarse for French press. I was like, but I also have a grinder. He's like, okay, no, I'll go. So he went out in the garage and roasted some more beans right then. And gave me a fresh bag of bag of beans. So I've got got a bag of counterculture beans, a bag of his beans, and a bag of beans from the local coffee shop, which I'm working on finishing off right now. So I'm good on coffee for a little while. I've also been drinking some... uh, sugar-free Red Bull, which I was, like, weirdly hesitant to say because there's, uh, like, a bad stigmatism Um, about drinking that stuff. Sugar-free Red Bull, maybe it's regular Red Bull, all Red Bull, all energy drinks. People are like, that's gonna kill you. And, uh, I got news for you, we're all dying. I don't think it's gonna shave like 20 20 years off my life or anything to drink one of these every two days. I know some people sit around and drink like eight of them a day. I'm not doing that. Sometimes I have had one every day the little ones and sometimes I just want a little kick I don't feel like brewing coffee obviously the better solution is to drink no no this coffee or caffeine at all I don't know the WHO said it's good to drink 4 cups of coffee a day didn't they I don't know but obviously ideally I would like to sleep figure out how to sleep perfectly so I wake up feeling incredible and then I've I've also heard, looking at polyphasic sleep, have you looked at polyphasic sleep? Those things where you sleep for like smaller chunks of time spread out through the day. There's so many different, um, routines they have. Um, sometimes it's like, four hours, wake up for several hours, do four hours more and then have a nap, or just do, sleep for like five hours and then have one nap, you know, or something, or sometimes it's just like six twenty minute naps spread out the day, I think that's called the Uberman one or something like that. And it's just crazy. It's basically, I don't know. But from that, I got, what I gleaned from that is, I, I didn't like it because they were, it was so rigid with the structure. I don't like the, rigid, the rigidity and the, the structured nature of those polyphasic, polyphasic sleep schedules. I don't like that. But what I did glean from that is that sometimes it seems like you can take a 20-minute nap And Get a big boost, right? So I feel like I need to work some more naps in like sleep for my seven and a half hours Stay awake for 16 hours when I and then when I would like to Normally go back to sleep, maybe take a 20 minute nap and then can I stay awake for 16 more hours? Like Basically, I want to sleep every other night That's what I want to do. I want I want to know if that's possible. I tried that recently but then I just I was taking my nap and then I just turned off the alarm and just kept sleeping. So I was just, I didn't have the willpower. I didn't have the willpower. Polyphasic stuff is weird though, because they're like, you can't miss, especially when you're on those ones where it's like 20 minute nap every four hours or something. Like you cannot miss a nap. Otherwise it throws the whole thing off. Like what are you supposed to do if you're like hanging out with people or what, what working or. You know, in surgery or something. You should have to go out. They just say, like, go out to your car and take a nap. Also, what if you can't fall asleep? What if it's too loud or bright? Do you, is just lying there with your eyes closed the same? Does it accomplish the same thing? Is it good enough? Or oh, back to sleep, by the way. How do we come back to sleep? Basically, what I wanted to say about sleep was... um. If I was ever approached by a genie and I was given three wishes and it was one of those standard smart genies that says, you know, you can't really do anything to get more wishes from the genie, you know, Uh, you can't wish for more wishes or more genies or whatever. Um, I would ask for, um, well, first of all, don't you think that there should be some branch of law, some sort of some attorneys um, that deal in genie gin, magic lamp, uh, wishing well, law. Like, I really feel like a lot of things could backfire on you if you say them to a genie and the genie either- and- and genie misinterprets it either by accident or on purpose, right? Like if you say, dear- dear genie, I never want to have to sleep again, right? If they killed you right then, your wish would be granted. That would be the, probably the easiest way to grant that wish. So you need a wish lawyer there by your side to draft your wishes for you so that there aren't any loopholes, or at least as few as possible. Uh, you need a air, an airtight wish, and then you submit it to the genie. And see what happens. If the lawyer is worth his salt, you get what you want. But, my wish would be to, yeah, I want the power over sleep. Um, right right out the door, this involves not having to ever sleep, because really, it just plagues me how, how much of a waste of time sleep feels like, and how I don't get to choose when I sleep. It's just like, no matter how much in the middle of something I am sometimes, I just can't help but have to go to sleep, right? your brain just starts shutting down your body starts shutting down at some point you will die if you don't sleep you have to right so i want to not have to sleep if i don't want to but on the flip side of that coin i also enjoy sleeping sometimes a lot of the time i enjoy sleeping so i want to be able to sleep if i want to i want i want um i want to make myself feel really tired i just want to be able to be exhausted, right? And then just go, take a shower and brush my teeth and go lie down in bed and just pull those covers out around me and just snuggle down in there. <sighs> yeah, and just, I can have my little music playing, the ceiling fan is going, the covers, the, you know, the sheets and everything feels so good, it's so comfy, it's perfect, I'm exhausted and I, it's just like some weird form of this of, of bliss when you're just you're drifting off, right? And of course, um, as soon as I drift off, I don't want to lay there for eight hours. I want to almost as, as soon as that first portion, that falling asleep portion is done, I want to wake slowly, wake up again, turn over, rub my eyes. Is it morning already? Right? Wake up, and I feel so completely well-rested, ready to meet the day. Ready to do anything. I don't feel like I need to go make coffee, like I don't- I'm not sleepy. Uh, like everything's great, and I feel great. I don't wake up with a headache. This is my wish. And that whole process right there, ideally it would take no more than ten minutes. I could go do it over and over again if I wanted. But also, right? I could go sleep for like a year if I wanted. I could pretty much knock just knock myself out if there's something I didn't want to if I was if I was just waiting for something, right? If there's something I wanted to do in a year and there's nothing I wanted to do between now and then. Obviously, this would be pretty silly because it would just be, you know, there's a year whether I choose to wait out a year or a month or 10 hours. Choosing to waste time like that we don't need to is is wasteful and silly But I want the ability to be able to do that if I want to I want to reserve that right that ability, okay? So I think that's what I mean by power over sleep. I just don't like how in my current state uh in this frail human body it sleep rules over me like it does It bothers me it does Yeah, so... Those are the only weird little two pieces of content I had for this content-free podcast. And I thought of those about one minute ago. I mean, by that I mean one minute before the podcast started. I feel like I have to burp again. Probably because I'm drinking this seltzer water. I go walking around downtown, I live in near downtown Greensboro, and I end up talk to I talk to a fair amount of strangers, I think, I, I don't know whether it's just I look approachable, I think it's part of that, and I walk, I often walk slowly, uh, aimlessly, sometimes I'm just standing around looking at things, uh, and I make a lot of eye contact with almost everyone that walks by, and anyone who doesn't want to talk to someone, right? If you like see like a homeless person or something, someone you think is going to try to talk to you, you, the thing you do, try the utmost to do is not make eye contact with them. You just try to pretend they don't exist. Like that will solve everyone's problems. But, I don't know, I make a lot of eye contact with people, and So I end up talking to a lot of people, because if I go out walking around, I usually have a little bit of time. Like, I'm not in too much of a rush. I'm not like late for a meeting or anything. I don't think I've ever had a meeting scheduled in the past five years, so it's fine. Um, There's like little coffee shops I go to. Sometimes I'm like, trying to get to places where they close, maybe. The other day I met this guy named... Derek excuse me, a guy named Derek, and it, if the first thing someone says to you is, I'm not homeless, that's a little bit suspicious I feel like, I don't know, but, um, this guy, he was a nice guy. He showed me around downtown, It was, and it was like 10 o'clock at night, uh, but we we probably walked about two miles together. We, <laughs> We walked, like, down the main street through, like, a park. We looked at the closed, uh, there's a roller, sk- no, there's an ice skating rink down there. It's closed at night. Man, I could have hopped the fence, very low fence. I don't know. I could go ice skating. It's, like, showing me all around. Um, and he said he lived in the... In, some townhouses right over there. And I was like, oh, you know, it's like, maybe he's like, he said he had them all paid off and everything. I was like, yeah, it's like, you're just not sure about anything. Right. I was like, maybe this guy has a place to stay. Maybe he's homeless. I don't know. But I was just like, I don't have anything to do. I walked around with him for a while. Uh, and he wasn't like asking me for anything. He was just telling me about, you know, Greensboro and all these things. And I was like, yeah, just having like a good conversation with him. And, um, and then as we were like walking back towards where we started, and uh, he and he did say he's like, "Now, now I am looking, you know, now I'm trying to get a sandwich. You know how that? If anyone has ever talked to someone who's trying to get a sandwich, you know, you know how they do like I'm trying to get a sandwich. I just need like seven bucks." I was like, "Oh, I mean, it wasn't surprising, but it was just, I don't know. It had taken him, it had taken him like 15 minutes." To ask for seven bucks. Um, But we kept walking. I didn't give him anything, but I kept walking. So I was like, I was like, pretty sure this guy was actually homeless now, right? He must have been just like lying about having a townhome or a condo, wherever he said. But then this other guy came up to him that he apparently knew. Either that or it was part of like a, a larger con. A guy came up to him and was like, Trying to talk to him, like ask him where those CDs were. Like this guy was burning CDs for him, or and, like some bootleg movies or something. Um. Oh, and he's like, "No, no, man. I, I don't have them on me. But come back to my house. I got. It. I can do them for you there." And then he's telling me about how he, how he burns like m- bootleg movies and everything for all these other guys. And I was like, "Who?" Who lives in a townhome near downtown Greensboro, but doesn't have money for a sandwich? But, you know, it's just like, you can't really figure out other people's lives like that. It's like, there's like so many different ways this could have panned out. It's like, maybe he is lying. He has, he he doesn't have a home. He's going to go sleep over there behind that little wall right now. Or he or he does have money, he just doesn't want to spend it, or I don't know. I give him some money. Dude, it's like I give these if people come up to me and they take the time to like explain to me stuff. I don't give people who money it's probably probably double standard of mine that I don't give people money who are just standing there with a sign. What are those called? Panhandlers. I feel like I don't give them money. But if people come up to me and talk to me and explain to me why they want some money. Dude, it's okay if they're lying. Who am I to be like the arbiter? You know, the. I, mean, I guess I am a little bit. I get to choose who gets my money or not. But I was like, yeah, take a few bucks. You know, I stream on Twitch. People get randomly give me money all the time. Who knows? They don't know what I'm gonna spend it on, but... I don't know. I guess they know now that I might give it to a homeless person. And they don't know what that person's gonna spend it on, but I've also started, I bought like a 40-pack of gloves off Amazon, because one time I saw this guy at a stop sign and he like, he like yelled at it, like a guy that looked, looked homeless, he's like, Hey, you need some gloves, man? It's cold out here. So he like got out of his backseat, gave, gave him a pair of gloves. I was like, oh, that's really cool and practical. So I started carrying around like a couple extra pairs of gloves with me and my. Coat pockets because it's been cold and rainy here so sometimes, you know Sometimes I, I don't always have money with me, but I usually have like a pair of gloves. They don't always have gloves Give them a pair of gloves. I don't know. It's, it's practical. I don't know. Life is weird <laughs> I feel like I'm not, I'm not like trying to brag about giving money to people, but Just content for the podcast I guess for the contentless podcast, <sighs> I am trying to brag about giving them gloves. Though I feel like that is pretty cool, pretty freaking cool. I'm trying to figure out what to talk about next. This one, I was there's these trains that go by my house all the time, and I walk down to the train crossing. There's like five tracks, some big freight trains, passenger trains. Greensboro is called Gate City because of how uh, the, the the rail system joined, you know, was like it was like a made Greensboro a gate out to the rest of the nation, I guess. Anyways, I stand there and I watch the trains go by. Sometimes I stand very, very close to them, depending on how fast they're going. Sometimes they're going very slow, and at one point I was talking to this uh, homeless lady who said that she like hitchhiked down from New Jersey or something, riding in riding with some some trucker and then she didn't like how many stops he was taking. And so she was like really upset with him and she stole his wallet or something. People just stand there telling me this stuff. Uh, and I was like, oh wow. You know, just just do, I'm just I'm just like standing there doing the affirmative listening thing and she's just talking and talking and talking and I'm just like listening and watching the train go by and and then she's like, hey you ever hopped on one of these? and the train was going pretty slow and I know, even in my experience, I know that when you get close close to these trains they end up, you know, they're going a lot faster than you think they were but sometimes these trains really do just crawl by at these railroad crossings especially since there's a station right there but she's like, hey, you ever hopped on one of these? I was like, no, I She's like, do you ever take dares? <laughs> and I just looked at her, I looked at the train, I just started laughing. I didn't say yes, I didn't say no, and I just suddenly saw this other little, like what could happen, you know, like I could actually see myself jumping on this train, seeing where I would go, you know, I'd probably end up somewhere in the Midwest. But then I thought about, you know, what am I gonna do with my coffee? Like I need both hands for jumping on this train. I need both hands, and I'm already cold. I'm gonna be even colder if I get on this train. I know this, and this. If this lady, she seems really nice right now, but she already told me she stole someone's wallet. But I still was very close to hopping on that train. I was. So, I got so close to doing it. I got really lightheaded, like some sort of you know, instinctive flight or fight um, response was kicking in. I think that was just good old-fashioned adrenaline. I don't know, but the adrenaline backfired and instead of getting me to fight better or flight better, I just got lightheaded. And I didn't end up doing anything. I just stood there and looked at the train kind of wistfully. So, I I didn't hop. I haven't hopped on a train yet, just so you know. If I do hop on a train... I probably won't record it cuz I feel like that's probably fairly illegal. But also I probably won't hop on a train cuz I I those train cars are big and heavy and they would just, you know, you could get your leg crushed right off and no one would even know. They, they would those things wouldn't even flinch. It's insane. It's just so Those things are just so merciless. And sometimes they're really long, you know? If you hopped on near the back and you got hurt, the conductor way in the front would have no idea and just keep cruising forever. You'd just be a little little blood smear by the side of the tracks. (laughs) Well, um... What else is there to talk about? I'm I'm enjoying my fingernail clippers lately. I, I keep my fingernails pretty short compared to a lot of people's. Um, one thing I don't like is trimming my toenails. Um, I try to trim my my fingernails and toenails right over a trash can, but there's like a height difference between the trash can and the seat, and my seat, so it's like I'm very uncomfortable while trimming my toenails, because I'm like hunched over in a weird way and I've got my trash can uh, like tilted over and balanced and my ideal way to trim fingernails and stuff like that is to just sit out on a back porch somewhere and just let the, the trimmings, the clippings, fly off into the dirt. I think that's ideal, but I don't really have a place to do that here at the moment. Hmm. So, a lot of people have also asked me, Peter, are you doing, you know, Peter, do you have any New Year's resolutions? And I told them no. But I will ask if any of you have New Year's resolutions. Um, tell me, let me know. I am not just, I'm just really not into New Year's resolutions. The whole idea, the vibe, I don't get it. Why wait until this one arbitrary date to do, if this is, if this is so important that you want to do it for a whole year, why wait until, just start it whenever you think of it, just start it, just do it, just do things, don't wait. Right. I guess there is some, I guess there is some, uh, appeal in the, in other people. I think it's not about you. It's about other people, right? When else in the year, whenever else ever do you say, do you go up to a friend and say, so, Hey, what are you doing to improve yourself? Right. Cause that's essentially what you're doing when you're asking someone else about their new year's resolutions. Do you ask your friends if they have any New Year's resolutions? I feel like I've asked a couple of people, or a lot of people have asked me, but I don't know if it's just because I was streaming and people are like, everyone kept asking me what my New Year's resolutions were. But if you do have a New Year's resolutions, a New Year's resolution, and you you know start it at New Year's, there is a little bit more accountability there than there would be if you did it at some other random time of the year. I guess. If you need that little bit more of, uh, you know, a little bit more push to not drink soda or whatever that you're doing. They say that, you know, wherever the statistic is that most people don't follow through and most New Year's resolutions end by February. I feel like that's okay. One month of not drinking soda is still way better than a month of drinking soda. Still better. So, and it's not the worst holiday ever, New Year's Resolution Day. Uh, also known as New Year's Day. Maybe it's really a holiday that lasts the whole year. Maybe that's like some weird, crazy... New Year's Resolution Year. And it happens every year. Start on January 1st through December 31st. It's a very long holiday. Are there any other holidays? Yeah, there's lots of holidays that last. Multiple days. Usually religious things, I feel like. You know, Hanukkah, Lent, uh, spring break. Oh, these are all like a week long, right? Hmm. I'm stroking my beard right now. Uh, I'm not sure about it. I'm not sure how, I'm not sure how about it looks, but I care less about that because I like how it feels. It's very fun to stroke. Um, Got a little bit of beard oil, a little bit of beard balm, but mostly it's very fun to comb. I've Got a little, got like a little comb, wooden comb, snag free, something or other. I don't know. Um, yeah. So. Ooh, don't know what to say. Um, I don't know if I said this in previous podcasts, but. For a long time, I was not interested in a lot of podcasts. I was not a big podcast fan, besides this being my 19th episode of a podcast. I just didn't like them. And I still don't like podcasts most of the time. But there are two situations, two times, uh, when I have really started enjoying listening to podcasts. One podcast in particular, I I haven't finished them all. Um, that podcast is, I've been listening to Hardcore History by Dan Carlin, which I've found very interesting, you know? he. I thought my podcasts were long at like an hour sometimes. Some of this guy's podcasts are four, five, six hours long. It's crazy. It's really insane. And his podcasts actually are jam-packed with content. I can't. He puts so much work in his eye. It makes me feel even silly for even calling mine a podcast for even doing anything. You ever see that? You see someone else's work and you just feel bad for even, like, why do I even try? Why? Uh, they're good podcasts, you know? I've been learning about World War One. It's like, I don't really know anything about World War One. You know, how it all panned out, how it went. I've been, I learned about uh, Julius Caesar, uh, some other stuff. That's so on and so forth, et cetera. It's been good. I've enjoyed it. But the two times so far when I found it works for me to listen is um, not drawing. I can't listen to podcasts while drawing for some reason. So I have to listen to music or, I don't know, watch something on Netflix I'm out of the corner of my eye. I don't know why I can't listen to podcasts while drawing. Um, this is it. Um, driving, of course. I feel like this is one of the top things people do while listening to podcasts is driving. You know, I drove up to Washington, D.C. I listened to a podcast. I drove down to South Carolina for Christmas. I listened to the podcast. And I listened to them on 1.5x speed on Spotify, which is super cool. You can, you know, there's 1x speed, 1.2x speed, 1.5x speed. Uh, and I think it'd be cool to get my podcast on Spotify. But, you know, I like I found, like, I don't know how to do it because I found, like, one of these, um, there's different services you can do to publish your podcast, different places. Let me know if you know of a good one because, like, I looked at one, I think it's called like Anchor FM or something and it like distributes your podcasts out to everywhere, right? Including Spotify but also including uh, iTunes and Google Play. But the problem is if I did, the Anchor, this Anchor thing doesn't let you choose. It's like all or nothing. And the problem is I already have my, my podcasts out on iTunes and the Android store. Is it called Google Play for iTunes? I don't know. I mean, for Android, the Android i, I the Android podcast thing and the Apple podcast thing. And um, I think I might have them somewhere else too. I don't remember. But I just want to get them on Spotify. And I feel like if I use this Anchor thing to put them on Spotify, it will doubly put them up on iTunes and Android. Right? Will it happen? I don't know. So is there other, are there other services for publishing these for publishing podcasts, straight to iTunes that you guys know of? I don't know. Oh, also, besides driving, uh, I listen, I listen to podcasts sometimes while running on the treadmill down in the exercise room, which is something I've started doing. And by started doing, I mean, I've done it twice. Uh, so far I have not, no, wait, maybe thrice? No, I think three times. Uh, I have not done it ever while someone else was in there, not on purpose, that's just how it has been, because I've done it, I've been doing it like 2 o'clock at night, or like 3 o'clock at night, and I've just been alone in there running, and it made me realize I really need like a, some sort of hair thing to put up my hair into a ponytail, because my hair gets really hot on my neck, during, I run for like half an hour, and you, you adjust it, by, you know, like speed, I'd, I usually do like four and a half miles per hour, four uh, percent, four degree grade. Does that sound right? Four degree or four percent? Four percent grade. Four degree, maybe. I mean, it makes sense for if it, if it was in degrees. Yeah, and I just run and look at the brick wall and listen to the podcast, and it works well for me. But Sometimes I wonder if running on a treadmill, obviously, obviously running on a treadmill far outweighs any sort of total inactivity, like sitting here in front of the computer like I'm doing right now, right? It's obviously better uh, than anything. Just like when people, I'm like eating my iceberg lettuce and people are like, it's all water, you know, you should be eating romaine. I'm like, this is way better than the Skittles I was going to eat, okay? So just shut up. So, I feel like maybe, what I'm asking is, is, our, our, is treadmill running? The iceberg lettuce equivalent of running, if running on the real ground is romaine lettuce, you know? Because the ground is moving for you on a, on a treadmill. It's like pushing your legs back. If you put your foot down forward, it pushes your leg back for you. I feel like there's, like, so much mechanical work there you're not doing. I guess... Maybe you're burning less calories, uh, just because the muscles in your leg don't have to work as hard, but... as long as you get your heart rate up, that's still really good for your heart, right? I don't know, there's gotta be studies done about this. Has to be. I daydream about it sometimes. I just sit here, thinking... If I'm wasting my... I can't... I, I don't mind running outside. I don't even need a lot of room to run outside. I'll just run up and down the same segment of sidewalk. But sometimes it's just, like, really cold. And... Does anyone else experience this, where the cold, like, makes your throat? It's like, something back in the back of your throat hurt really bad if you if you go running in it. It's fine to walk around in, but... Apparently, like, extended heavy breathing in the cold. It causes me some kind of intense pain. I don't know if there's something wrong with me, because I see all sorts of other people running around, and they run around in shorts and a t-shirt while I'm i running around in, like, exercise pants and a hoodie. Right? Freezing. I don't know. Some people are just different. It's definitely something to be said for working up some body heat, and eventually probably I could have taken off the hoodie. But, I don't know. I remember sometimes going hiking up on these tall high mountains up in like Alberta and Glacier National Park and Banff and stuff like that. You'd start out with, you know, you'd be freezing. It'd be very cold up there. But, you know, you go hiking, you hike for 30 minutes. You're huffing and puffing, sweating, and you don't want to be. You don't actually want to be wearing too much as you warm up, right? This is the same thing for, for almost anything. You don't want to be wearing too much because otherwise... You'll start sweating, and you'll be even colder as the sweat evaporates. Especially if you're gonna end up sitting around afterwards. Like, maybe if you're hiking out to your deer stand. You don't, you don't want to be sitting and shivering. Anyways, there's all sorts of techniques for that. Uh, I haven't been hunting in forever. You just say hunting and some people get angry, so I try not to say it too much. Not that I'm really afraid of people getting angry, but there's no sense in, you know, stoking a fire that doesn't need to be roaring. Anyways, I'm probably going to go soon because it is currently exactly 7 a.m. And that's when the coffee shop opens. I don't sit around in the coffee shop very much. I've only sat in there and drank my coffee once, I think. Uh, I get it. And I go, sometimes they have little breakfast foods in the mornings, like a little breakfast burrito, a little bacon, egg and cheese biscuit, this, that. The breakfast burrito has quickly become my favorite even though I didn't try it for a while. I um, I kept on getting the bacon, egg and cheese or sausage, egg and cheese biscuit, but then they were, one day they were out of those and the breakfast burrito was all they had left. So I thought, yeah, let me try that breakfast burrito because I am hungry. They gave it to me, I ate it and I loved it. And I was expected like this is a little coffee shop, little cafe. Every time I go in there almost I get a little breakfast burrito or something. And I thought they would have like 10, ten, fifteen, like a bunch of each. And I was like, So how many of these do you have? How many of these do you make? They're like, We usually make one burrito, two maybe two biscuits, two of the other biscuits, one vegan biscuit. They don't very make very many of these. When they're gone, they're gone, you know, so I almost wish there was some way for me to check whether it was still in there. Because that really affects whether I go or not, is how early it is. You know, like, sometimes it's like 9.30, I'm like, no, this place has been open for two and a half hours already, there's no way there's still a breakfast burrito in there. Someone, for sure, has come in and bought that one breakfast burrito they made that morning. No way it's still there, right? Just like my idea for a um, technology you can sell to coffee shops is like a, something they can add to their website, where people can go and check the website to see how crowded it is. Because I feel like a lot of people enjoy different levels of busyness and bustle in their coffee shop. Sometimes they like it when there's a lot of people in there and they kind of blend in, talk to people, you know, bump shoulders, and some people like it when it's emptier, right? And so maybe this would take the form of like a little like a little camera up in the corner of the room so people could just, you know, go to the website, take a peek, be like, oh, yeah, there's only like two people sitting there. Yeah, I'm definitely going to head over. Or they could, you know, see that there's a bunch of people in there just wanted to open table like, ooh, it's a good day at the coffee shop. Let's go. Um, or maybe if they don't want to, you know, violate people's privacy, if if you see it that way with a camera in the corner. That could just be, have some sort of like automatic counter. You know, as you go in, the, all sorts of stores have those that like keep track of how many people are currently in the store. You know, and it would say like, current, you know, current number of patrons in the store, seven. And then it would be like, this means the store is moderately busy. Or it would be like three or like 12, you know, it's, it's a busy day. I don't know. I don't know, just an idea. Cause I feel like I think about that all the time. Like how I want to know what a, what a place is like before I go there. I want to know if it's busy, is there going to be an open table? You know, if I want to take my sketchbook and sit down, I, I've taken, I, I've had to change my plans all the time, you know, but also they might lose business because usually if I go in with, and I'm planning to sit down and draw with my sketchbooks, If there aren't any open tables, in those cases I usually still get a coffee to go. And if I had been able to check online, I would have never gone in at all because I would have seen that all the tables were full. Right? Hmm. So I'm trying to figure out in which which cases you would go in because of this tool that you would not have otherwise. Usually we assume in the back of our minds that it probably is the way we want it to be like it's There's probably some tables open or it's probably a nice busy day like I want it to be And then we go in and we find out the truth Maybe it's better that we don't know the truth ahead of time So maybe this isn't a good idea for coffee shops. I do you know, maybe that's the same thing with the uh, availability of breakfast burritos. If I go in and there's no breakfast burrito, I'm probably still going to get a coffee. But if I could check online, see if there's a breakfast burrito there or not, I probably wouldn't go in at all. I would go somewhere else. I would make entirely other plans. You just got to go in and find out. They need to get you in the store. The, uh, I feel like the main effect... That a tool like this would have, would be to n- people know when to not come in. When they usually would have more than vice versa. You guys, do you agree? I agree. Yeah, I agree. No, me too. Okay, good. Hmm. Yeah, that's about it, I think. Not an hour long, I know, but you no, know, you'll take what you can get, I hope. I'm not really good at podcasts. I don't have anyone to talk to. not sure I want anyone to talk to. Sit here and stare at the foam pads on the wall ahead of me. Set my... This is a very... I can't tell if this is a very um, ecological or energy efficient apartment. But even when it's like 30, 40 degrees outside, I have to keep the air conditioning on. Maybe it's because I'm at the, you know, uh, I have, like, my computer running all the time and that pumps out a lot of heat. Or maybe the unit below me is very hot and it, like, warms up my apartment through the floors or something. But I have to, I rarely turn on the heat to warm my apartment up. It's usually, if anything, I'm cooling it down because if I left it on it would be, like, 76, 78 degrees in here, I think. Which would be crazy but maybe I should, you know, if I was... I'm trying to figure out what my dad would do. Oh, I'm an idiot. If, if I was my dad, he would just open the door for a few minutes and cool it down with outside air. I'm trying... To, I'm an idiot. Probably Probably costs like $5 every time the air conditioner comes on, so... Huh. Anyways, I'm gonna go now. Thanks for joining me for episode 19. The Peter's Content Free Podcast. Hope you're all doing okay. Hope your 2019 goes okay. Your January goes okay. Your day goes okay. Uh, you know, it could be that when you're listening to this right now, it's not, it's not January. It could be that you're not listening to this in 2019. At all. If so, hey, big ups to you. you. That means you made it through January. You powered right on through 2019, and here you are in 2020, or 2021, or 2022, so on and so forth, etc. 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 It really bothers me, by the way, when people say, etc. I feel like a lot of people say, etc. When it's clearly spelled out, etc. Even the abbreviation, ETC period, is not ek, it's et, et cetera. But I hear et cetera all the time. But, you know, just let me nitpick if I want to. Because even though I say all sorts of things wrong myself, like I was just bothering myself earlier with the way I said microwave. I say microwave instead of microwave. It's like it's spelled M-I-C-K-E-R, W-A-V, microwave, microwave. You know, so I probably wouldn't really call anyone out to their face if they said etc. But I'll call you out anonymously. You know, kind of vaguely, generally. Uh, I'm generally calling you out for saying etc. Just so you know, it's etc. Okay, just public service announcement uh, for the good of all phonics around the world. And if you ever see me doing something wrong. And you want to correct me? Well, just save it, okay? I don't want to hear it. I'm probably doing it wrong on purpose to bug you. Okay, okay, I'm back for a second. That was, that was was uh, kind of a harsh way to sign off. I admit, um, look, it's a couple days later now, actually. I signed off from the podcast and I went to the coffee shop except that for some reason I got their time of opening wrong. Maybe it's, they open later on the weekends. I walked over there at like 7.30, and I was reaching for the handle, and I saw through the stained glass window door. Uh, they were in there sweeping and still pulling the chairs down off the tables. So I walked away quickly, and I was like, yeah, I mean, 7.30, 8 o'clock, 30 minutes, what do I do? Do I walk around? Do I come back? But, you know, I walked down the street, I walked down like several blocks, and came back, and only like five minutes had passed. Sometimes in life, it feels like time passes really fast, and then other times it feels like you can get a whole lot done. Like walking. All over the city. Then time barely passes, I don't know. Um, anyway, so I didn't go get coffee that morning, I ended up going home. Making my own. I I had planned to go sit down and draw my sketchbook, drink coffee, eat a breakfast bagel, I mean, burrito, and everything. But it didn't happen, you know? I didn't feel like waiting half an hour or coming back later or whatever. It's okay. It's fine. Um, and also funny story, I was um, standing around drinking a cup of coffee at another place and I was wearing a... Leather jacket that I bought at a thrift store in... Jasper. Right outside of Jasper National Park. I think that's in Canada. Right? I don't know. And, I mean, a place is a place. Sometimes it's in one country, sometimes it's in another country. What's the big deal? I bought this thrift store at a, I bought the thrift store at a, at a leather jacket. Anyways, and I was re- I had a co- cup of coffee in one hand, and then I was reaching into the, like, upper... Like, a, the breast pocket, I guess, but on the outside of the jacket. What if I say the breast pocket of a jacket, do you imagine me reaching into the pocket on the inside of the jacket? Anyways, it was on the outside, I was reaching in there, I was trying to reach like a stick of gum or something, I had put in there earlier. And then, my hand got stuck. And I guess it's just part of the unstretchy nature of leather. It's just kind of unforgiving in how much it doesn't stretch. My hand was stuck and I was sitting there, holding my cup of coffee, kind of struggling, tugging, pulling my hand in, but it's just stuck here in my jacket, and I had to ask a stranger to hold my cup of coffee for me for a second while I pull my hand out of my coat. I was like, it's a pretty good icebreaker, actually, I think. You're like, hey, can you hold my coffee? My hand is stuck in my jacket. Like, I've never, uh, I don't know, it's weird. Okay, all right. That's really all this time. Alright, I'll see you guys later. Goodbye. Goodbye, love you.